0: Hello everybody, my name is Joey and welcome back to the Wise Old cast where we talk about terrible movies for an hour a week. I'm once again joined by my co-host Otto. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about the 1966 horror cult classic Manos the Hands of Fate. So what do you think about this movie Otto? Well,
1: um, considering the fact that we're um, on this podcast currently, I would say the film is pretty bad um, <laughs> production wise like terrible, I mean it's great production wise, I mean <laughs> nothing can possibly halt Avengers Endgame pff, get that shit out of here man we want Manos yeah. to the Hands of Fate which cuts awkwardly every 32 seconds and which is dubbed
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's dubbed by two people no, th- three people, sorry. <laughs> three I, people, you when know, there's
1: multiple characters.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> for God. a All film right. that's so but...
1: short, with so many scenes that drag on for no reason, there is so much to unpack.
0: Like, I when I watched it, I was, the...
1: I was like, like, there's nothing to unpack here. Like, this is just a bad film. But the more I think about it, the more I realize there is so much to talk about with
0: this film. so much to unpack. All right. So here we go, I'm I'm shaved, I'm ready, we're ready to go into this movie, aren't we? Yes. Cool. Certainly. So, uh let's start by talking about the characters. Uh alright. So these this character section is not gonna take a long time because as Otto and I both know, there are no characters in this movie apart from like one, which we'll get to eventually. So uh the first character we're introduced to in this film is uh is a (laughs) family... A family (laughs) of three driving away in a car while singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat terribly and out of time?
1: Yeah, well... So... It's a father, a mother, and a daughter and a dog. A very classic... A very classic American family.
0: Yeah, it's a nuclear family. Exactly. And then then after this, we were introduced to our second lot of characters. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry about that. We were introduced to the next character being uh, a kind of inept policeman (laughs) who just patrols. Can I say? Can I talk a
1: little
0: bit? You can talk about whatever you want.
1: Okay, can I just mention this scene because I didn't know who was speaking in this? Um, oh. <laughs> they're played by the same actor.
0: What scene are you talking about right now?
1: The policeman scene.
0: What one? There were like three. The one, the first one time you meet the policeman. Oh, the one where he's just going. Oh no! Don't do that anymore. And then the dad just going, "Oh, okay, I won't do that anymore." And they sound the same.
1: Yeah, they they they're played by the exact same voice actor. So I don't know who was talking half the time, because they are <laughs> the exact. They have the. They don't even make a, an attempt to change I mean, how they speak.
0: The cop has a has a a phrase that will pretty much put Shakespeare to shame. He says, "Uh." Well, whatever you're not doing, go not do it somewhere else.
1: What? Does that make any sense?
0: it does. Okay, so like, a knows. little bit. And then we're introduced to uh, a, a bunch of teenage hoodlums who are making out in someone's dad's Ferrari. Yeah, it's really weird. It's so uncomfortable.
1: Like, I like skipped forward five seconds like a bunch of times because it was just this scene of these two kids making out.
0: Does that mean you missed out on the part where the girl looks dead into the camera several times?
1: I mean, I saw her like glance at it. I don't remember her staring at <laughs> it for scares. multiple seconds. <laughs> she seriously
0: looks into it.
1: But yeah, that goes on for like 20 seconds, I would say. Nah, 30, yeah. 30, 30 seconds. or just them kissing. And it's like, I saw okay. the room sex scenes, but this. <laughs> That's a bit
0: much. Uh, well, you know who shows up next? Of course, it's, uh, the policeman, again. Who, <laughs> I mean, I assume the first time he stopped the family was just because, like, they were speeding or something. These two people, they've stopped. They have, like, no... Re- they're doing nothing illegal. <laughs> he just doesn't like it's them. It's true.
1: Wait, weren't they drinking,
0: though? Uh... Yeah, but they weren't driving. They were just static in a desert, I think. Yeah. So don't I do know what his um... issue is.
1: Hmm?
0: I don't know what his issue is, but he needs to get a grip.
1: Yeah. So what are you saying? So, after that, don't we mean a uh, meet Torgo? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Torgo. The best character. I
1: will have the wife for myself. I <laughs>
0: Togo's you're so old now even the master doesn't want you and even I don't want you.
1: <laughs> the master is with us always
0: <laughs> right so I think we should explain who Torgo is to the audience before they
1: before we hear the great wondrous, Torgo is like the com- the comedic character that makes the film But you know.
0: But I think he's meant, he's meant to be like a terrifying film. figure
1: I think he is. I think he's meant to be like a creepy kind of eagle kind of guy.
0: But he's just... Yeah. Funny.
1: Fuck. He's just really funny.
0: <laughs> he's so funny. And throughout the entire film, he has a walking stick that he just carries around and never uses it as a walking <laughs> stick. He
1: doesn't put it on the ground. He he has a limp who just carries the walking stick. Doesn't I remember that, yeah. And
0: his left foot looks like it has about 10 tons of weight on it compared to everything else.
1: Yeah. But, so the family, they. they, So after that, we have the master, right?
0: <laughs> well, we're first introduced to the master through a painting and his dog.
1: It's a good painting. Is it, though? It is a pretty it's... good painting. The dog is very on the nose, it's just a black dog with red eyes. But I, I say yes. the painting is pretty good. I was impressed with the painting.
0: It's alright. I mean,. Uh, the, the what's the mother called in it? Uh, uh. So it's so it's Mike, Debbie, and someone else. Oh and yeah, the, the, the kid,
1: the the kid's called Debbie. Yeah,
0: the kid's called Debbie. Who because all, Mike's? Who, cool pretty much.
1: She's also played by this. The Debbie is also played by the same person that plays the mother, and it's really <laughs> uncomfortable because she's trying to do a kid voice the whole time. She kind of talks like this. <laughs>
0: And for some reason... Her no, audio no, 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 I swear she talks more like... To like this! Yes, that's exactly what she sounds like, because for some reason, Debbie's audio quality is, like, so much worse than everyone it else's. It's like, it's like Otto's audio quality is everyone else in the movie, and then my mic quality is Debbie. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, yeah that's right, we're adding over the self-awareness to the
1: podcast.
0: Self-aware, low-budget. Self-aware, low-budget phone mic. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, it's um, kind of... Yeah. Yeah, like, I've heard it. It's not... I'm trying to get Mike. But whatever. So Torgo, right? Uh, This painting he has up, it really freaks out the family for some reason. Like, it terrifies him. Look at that dreadful it... dog! <laughs> She's like...
1: That dog's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Like, Calm down, it's man. dreadful. dreadful.
1: But, but yeah, you meet the master, I, I like... he awakens. Cool shit.
0: We've neglected <laughs> to mention a very important thing at this point. The gaping plot holes. Like uh it, it's not even like subtle plot holes or anything. It's just a blatant, like one line to the other. It's so obvious. For example, um when when uh the family is staying at Torgo's place and, and he's Carrying the luggage that they brought with them into the house, he's just going. You cannot stay. You must leave. He says, carrying like three bags into the house. Mm. <laughs> and 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 when the mother's gone, like a, uh, it's really it's getting dark outside, and it's like the plain midday sunlight shining on them.
1: Yeah, it's great, but. Um... Wait, did we explain why they meet Torgo? How they meet Torgo?
0: I think you should do that, because it has a, an incredible line. That, that, that scene.
1: So, um... They drive down this road. I don't know why, but they do. And eventually, they end up at this abandoned house, and they don't have anywhere else to stay, because it's getting dark outside. That is that line. The light, The sunlight is completely covering the whole desert. It's not dark at all. And they see this guy, they go in.
0: Yeah. And then oh, they so meet that, Togo.
1: That guy is Torgo. He talks about the master a lot. <laughs> he talks
0: the about the The master is
1: not with us anymore. Is not really. <laughs> he's, the master he's not, dead 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 is not dead dead. the way you
0: know it. But he is still with us. Always. But, um, in the scene where uh, where they're driving. Uh, on the roads, isn't there a moment where they just drive into like an, into a hedge wall and just go, "Where's the road?" <laughs> 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 I think so, yeah. And they're just like,
1: like the idea is that they they're getting lost. But they're they're clearly just in the middle of a desert. Like if anything, they're already lost.
0: Well, my theory is that um, <laughs> my theory is that uh, the master is putting mirages onto the roads. And like, there actually was a road there But he's just putting images in their heads To get him trapped
1: Interesting, okay you know, We should probably talk a little bit about the master Yeah Okay, <laughs> so
0: I don't know who he is
1: What happens up to the point that the master dies Is that the dog Dies, it gets killed by Some mm. kind of
0: It sounds like a cow If I'm honest, like th- it's killing it
1: it's it's very weird sounding, but the um dad thinks it's a coyote. <laughs> that shit does sound like a coyote.
0: It does sound like a coyote. He's right. And then they go they go outside and just see the dead dog on the road. And they're just like, oh, right, okay. I swear
1: it's I I swear it's a soft toy. I it must be, like
0: it, it just looks like soft- one. Well, to be honest, it just looks like a black square in the road. It doesn't even look like anything. Really. It's so dark. Yeah. But, you know, it's 66. What could they do?
1: That's a fair enough film. Um...
0: Yeah, look at me being nice to the movies.
1: Just, you gotta give what, them credit where credit is due, alright?
0: So after that, uh, that's when they got... <laughs> that's when... um where where the mother's outside looking like just on the doorstep and Mike just goes up to her and just goes get back in the house damn it really angry okay.
1: okay is this the bit where Debbie goes missing
0: it is the bit where Debbie goes missing yes actually I believe there's a part no yeah no yeah you're right it's the part where Debbie goes missing
1: mm. so Debbie I think she goes searching for her dog right is like really
0: no? Close. She leaves. <laughs> okay, she, yeah. She, she, she doesn't even leave uh, searching, She's just
1: So they're like searching for her for like a minute or so, I would say.
0: Well, they're not really searching. Uh, the, the mother's just crying on his arm really loudly, and, <laughs> and the dad's just going, Debbie!
1: I, I swear you can see her smiling like under.
0: Yeah. Like she's actually yeah, smiling
1: in the filming and then they just like dub in the crying. Which is just
0: Um my, my father was in the room while that scene was playing, but he wasn't watching it and he thought there was something very different going on. <laughs> which is a man screaming Debbie and then her going <sighs> He thought it was yeah, something very different. Yeah yeah. But you know.
1: That's how it Life goes
0: on. (laughs) Yeah, eventually, Debbie comes back to her.
1: But guess what's with her? The dog in the the portrait. (gasps) And then she
0: just goes to the back garden and there's a cult. (laughs) Is it the back garden or is it just like a room? Dude,
1: she literally just (laughs) leaves the house and they instantly get to this just cult. Like, how do they not see this? like it's it's a desert, yeah, like there's... an open desert. you saw it from multiple angles. You would have seen this cult if it was in the back garden of the house
0: and uh so I'm gonna describe what you see upon the, on upon entering this scene so there's a there's like a B-Tech Freddie Mercury lying dead in the center of all of it in <laughs> red black robes. With hands and... on them.
1: With hands on them.
0: Yeah, with hands. That's very important. The subtlety of hands will be important later. Mm-hmm. And there are four pillars around him that just have like dead women tied to them. <laughs>
1: Isn't it six that pillars? It's, it's canonically six pillars. It six? Canonically, oh, it's yeah. six pillars. And they have women on them. <laughs> and Yeah,
0: they have dead women they make, in all white.
1: They ask Debbie, where did you get the dog? And she says, A big place. A big place where there are nice people. That's <laughs> so she just. Yeah. They're, they're,
0: just they're, they're
1: pretty much just there. Like They just sit there. They don't do anything. But yeah, Debbie says that she yeah. unchained the dog. So they chained the dog back and they just leave. Like they don't leave the house, right? They just go back into the house. They don't leave the house. There's a cult yes. in the back garden and you haven't left it. <laughs> And that is the same guy and in is the this part where courtroom. I'm sorry, what? what?
0: What what Yeah, they must have been hella confused by that. But after that scene, isn't there a part where uh where the mother's getting groped on a little bit by uh by Torga?
1: Yeah, Torga is kind of like leading he just... her on a little bit, but not not majorly,
0: not not too much. Luckily really leading her on, he's just kind of feeling up her shoulders. He does that That's a lot. All he's doing. He does
1: that a lot. But then he um
0: He does that to her wife. Hmm? He does that to the wives as well later on.
1: He does, and this is the scene I'm about to talk about. He goes out and he, um, he clearly has some co- some sort of hidden hatred for the master, which he, for some reason, just open- openly says to his sleeping body. He's going like, I hate you, and I have someone who's like way more beautiful, and you'll never have her. She's not going to become your seventh wife, and I love her. And then it's like, he's so much more beautiful. I would never touch these, uh, your wives, and then he goes up to uh, is it the master's wives and starts touching them.
0: Also, I hate to tell you this, but you've missed a crucial scene.
1: No! How could I? What scene have I missed?
0: You've neglected, you've neglected to talk about the part where, where Mike gets kidnapped and tied to a tree.
1: <laughs> Dude, I saw that happens after this.
0: No, I'm pretty sure that's like the scene directly before it because. I thought it was. Yeah, because uh, Togo and the mother are talking, and then he gropes her, and then she does a very unenthusiastic slap, and then he goes, um, right, and kidnaps Mike in anger, and then goes back to the back. Yeah, garden. it's
1: really weird because Mike is like a pretty decently built guy, very tall. Togo's yeah, this guy who's small. limping, short, skinny. And he just punches him and knocks him out, and then ties him to a tree.
0: While well, like really funky jazz is playing.
1: <laughs> yeah, the music. I need to, We need to talk about the music at some point because.
0: Yeah, we do need to talk about the music. Why is it so good?
1: It's like good music, but in all the wrong scenes, like in the scary scenes, they just have like <laughs> chill jazz music, music playing. Nice. I rate the music, but why here and, uh,
0: in? Sometimes they'll just be, like, minutes on minutes of just different music playing in sequence.
1: Yeah, that's true. They overlap it by accident, don't they?
0: Like how, uh... Like, in the kidnapping scene, it plays funky jazz, and then two seconds later, it's just a a static shot of the moon while, like, African drums play. Except... (laughs) I thought I was listening to New Order's The Perfect Kiss. I'm not even joking. Mm. and i feel like we should go back to the opening scene because there's something i want to talk about there okay there's a there's a a bunch of shots of just the open countryside and there's obviously meant to be credits there but it's just not there are no credits there and it's just music on countryside shots yeah for like at least three minutes it's so boring.
1: <laughs> I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah, no that they it's the opening scene is very bizarre, but not nearly as bizarre as the final few scenes.
0: <laughs> I'll let you explain these. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a backseat.
1: Okay, so after Torgo does this, he leaves and you know what happens, Joe? You know what happens?
0: Uh what happens, Otto?
1: The master awakens.
0: <sighs> he
1: awakens and he starts talking to Manos. He worships it as his god. And it's just this <laughs> painting of Manos that appears there. Also, you know, the, and he has his torch, which is like made of hands. Do you know what's very interesting? Do you know what Manos is in <laughs> Spanish? Hands. Oh my god, the symbolism. And then, no, he starts
0: talking. He, so
1: he's like praying to Manos, and the, he. I was like, I would touch your hands and I give you my hand in um I g take all his wives and I did it for you manos and then he's angry that Manos doesn't talk exactly. back to him. Like what do you want? It's your
0: <laughs> The title of the movie in English is Hands the Hands of Fate.
1: <laughs> it's true though. Manos the hands of fate <laughs> but yeah
0: Oh, that's brilliant.
1: so <sighs> he is convinced that there's this thing that they mentioned earlier that the master he hates children and men and he wants yeah and
0: just wants women
1: he just wants the women to marry and give I guess kind of like give them to manos. It's very badly explained. You don't really understand anything. It's just like. Weird cult guy marries wives because cult gods What?
0: I mean, hey, at least it's it's not like Axum. I mean, you can actually hear what they're saying, which is good.
1: Yeah, that's because they filmed it one centimeter from studio mics.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hang on. So I think we should go into the next section of the scene. Uh, Hello, sorry about that. Right, so let's go on to the next section of scenes. But before we do that, I feel I should announce that I'm eating tuna out of the tin right now. Because that's how much of a power move it is. All right, but anyway. Dude, that's my section of scenes, let's go. The next
1: scene.
0: Yeah. Go on. After he gets all the hands and stuff.
1: Is this the scene where he awakens the wives? Right, that's what it is, right?
0: <laughs> Won't they have an argument?
1: They have yeah. an excruciatingly long argument with one voice actor, may I add,
0: mm. and, um... in
1: which they argue over whether the child should die or whether it should be kept and later be married to the master because it is a female child.
0: But so while all this is going on um, (laughs) the master's trying to pacify this argument by just going ladies that's enough stop (laughs) but
1: the thing is is that the women they are so they so strongly believe in what they they think is that they they repeat the same phrases over and over again (laughs) in the exact same tone of voice in the exact same sequence (laughs) to be fair Basically, long story short, they repeat the same voice lines over and over again. There's one that, one that I heard, I think I counted five times.
0: <sighs> and what's that?
1: As the youngest of the wives, as the oldest of the wives, I think, I think the girl should live. That phrase is repeated five times in that one scene. <laughs> This is what happens when you only have one voice actor playing all these six characters.
0: Yeah, it's it's one woman doing every female character,
1: and then they get in. I think the master leaves and investigates the house. Correct.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um. Meanwhile, they get into a larger discussion. You could say. I think they 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 start beating the shit out of each other. They um, they go pretty batshit crazy, but for some reason they're all smiling
0: throughout. Yeah, they're really happy about it.
1: And then, like, some weird, really like sped up jazz music is playing whilst they're dunking (laughs) each other's face in the sand and making them making each other eat it. You know.
0: Thing is, he sounds like he's lying, but it's totally correct. Like, watch the movie, something you do.
1: They don't fight properly, they just shove each other's face in the sand.
0: <laughs> Maybe they're into it, who knows?
1: Dude, that's why they're smiling, though. That's why they're enjoying it.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, this is where the third act of the movie takes place.
1: Yeah, the third
0: act. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't remember squat after this moment so
1: it is a cesspool of occurrences repeating themselves and just <laughs> a wild goose chase upon wild goose chase Although well, there is one part I remember fondly in what which that, like? one, where, in which Manos returns to the cult um, big place with nice people and what he yeah. does when he returns here is that he, um, <laughs> he, um, he's trapped up one of the, I think, the leader of the, um, the group that uh, the three wives that are saying that the girl should uh, live and later be, right. um, later married to the master. The master doesn't agree with this sentiment and, the eldest wife says that she has fallen in love with fallen out of love with him. And Ooh, he ties bug. and he ties ties and he ties her up, brings um uh, Torgo, and he actually, when him and his wives were sleeping, they were all conscious the whole time. <laughs> what? So they knew when Torgo raped them?
0: He didn't rape him. he just groped their shoulders
1: Okay it, okay. I, I don't know about that I think it's very possible You know
0: Togo doesn't have it in him
1: I guess that's fair enough
0: He wouldn't He's be so able nice. to
1: climb up the Yeah, but He knows all about it So what he does <laughs> is that he um He chops off his hands, right? And kills him. <laughs> Yeah. He chops off and burns his hands as an offer- offering to Manos. And then he runs away. Never to be seen again.
0: I mean, to be fair, if, if the god of hands wants anything, it's going to be hands.
1: Exactly. He just needs his hands, bro. He needs to make that good hand soup.
0: You know who Torgo really reminds me of? Who? Joe Exotic. Dude, hello fuck. Do you want me to give my reasonings or something? I would love you to. Alright, good. Don't get sassy with me, God. Alright. <laughs> Alright, okay, okay. First off, they both have very distinctive voices. Right? Sure. Second of all, they both have I multiple tiger. <laughs> they both have multiple partners. Right,
1: Torgo doesn't have anyone,
0: he just dude. Uh, he's like, he's like sleeping married to like women.
1: 20... I think you're talking about the master, right?
0: No, no, no. all right. Let me fr- rephrase it here is why everyone in Manos the Hands of Fate is slightly jokesotic. exotic. All right, so you got Torgo, the distinctive voice, you got the master, the several partners, you got uh. The child, Debbie. You got the annoying personality.
1: Yeah.
0: You got the master again. His obsession with dogs. You know, in Joe's case, tigers.
1: Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: that music, Carol?
1: Yeah, that's the song about Carol killing her husband. <laughs>
0: I feel like after we finish discussing Manos, we should just spend the rest of the podcast talking about Tiger King.
1: Yeah, but sadly, I haven't seen the whole show yet. So I think that would be fit for... For the free. Maybe next week, so I might have finished.
0: Maybe so. Who knows? We'll just... Yeah. We'll talk about something else. But anyway, Manos. Let's carry on with it.
1: So, yeah. um. He killed... Basically, he-, he basically kills Togo. Yeah. And presume and kills all of his wives. I can imagine. Don't know why. I don't know why. And he, he is convinced did. that he is going to get a mother <laughs> to become his new wife, and for Debbie to die, and for the husband to die, and Mother and Debbie save husband Mike. Is that his name? Mike. Right? Mike. Yeah. They save Mike. Uh, they manage to unstrap him, and they're about to run away. But for some reason, they run away back into the house to get their <laughs> stuff, even though their life is on the line.
0: That's axon logic.
1: <laughs> it is axon logic, isn't it? When he goes in with yeah. the fake gun,
0: dude, that should be like a like a catch catchphrase. That's axiom logic, right there.
1: Axiom logic. De- this phrase is debuted in episode three. Hopefully, we'll continue on.
0: Hey, hey, hey! If anyone's watching this right now, if you have any questions you want to ask us in future in future podcast episodes, tag us in Twitter with the hashtag hashtag uh, axon logic, and we'll respond to it as soon as.
1: Or just message um, um message Joe on uh, Instagram or
0: whatever. Yeah, you can do that technically, but you know, it's cooler if we have a hashtag.
1: That's Gamer. And then like next week we have like one person <laughs> said something. Well, And it's like me. Don't
0: push it, mate. <laughs> 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 All right, but let's get back to Manos. Let's just finish that and then we can talk about whatever we want.
1: Yeah. But they run I'm back t- into t- the t- house. You finish your tuna? You finish your tuna, boy?
0: Yeah, hell yeah, I did. It That's so good.
1: That's so good. That should tasty. It
0: was excellent. Good. <laughs> this podcast comes to. Oh,
1: so they go back into the house to get their stuff or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it... the master stands there.
0: Looking all scary.
1: Looking all scary. Mike, who has had a gun the whole film and for some reason didn't shoot Torgo on sight. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Torgo, dude. He pulls out boy, his gun, Torgo. and he fires two shots, and guess what? The master doesn't even react. He reacts so little that it just cuts to him, and there's no visible change. It's the most awkward thing I've ever seen.
0: It's actually like The Godfather Part 2. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> That's how unreactive he is. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I mean, if there, if it was filmed properly, you'd have him do the two shots, right, Mike, and then for him to wait for a couple seconds, and be like surprised that he's not affected, and then then cut to the master who's unaffected. For some reason just does the two shots and then instantly cuts to the master who's unaffected, and it creates this really like awkward atmosphere that just feels like the shots never happened at all. <laughs> And then the film... the film And then it just cuts to um these women driving in a car in the similar area.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, the I last scene of the film. Of the yeah, I think this is actually a prequel to the human centipede. Like the two girls who are in that car end up being the the, the girls in the human centipede.
1: For a while. That's sorry. just a theory. A Wait, film... have you seen the human centipede? I have not seen Human Centipede, and I don't intend to mm-hmm. either, because it's so it's, good. it seems like a very disturbing film from what I've seen.
0: It's not that bad. It's the sequel, so there was.
1: Okay. But yeah, um, so I, I think they're the wives, but you can't see the wives, two of the wives, but you can't see the wives that clearly, so I can't not. It's, like,
0: 100%. it's like, do a sender. It's an ambiguous ending.
1: It is, and I think it could actually be good.
0: Uh, I disagree. No, I, th- I... wholeheartedly.
1: I think the idea of it being like you don't see the family die and then just cut to like these two things, these just these two people. I mean, it would work if maybe they had like stumbled across them earlier on in the film, and you kind of think like, oh, yeah. this is just this these these people's story, you know, like. They're fine. They're just driving, but these aren't characters we've met before, so it doesn't work
0: at all. Uh, the thing that gets me is, what about those guys, those guys that were just making out in the car? What happened to them? What are their stories?
1: Later on in the film, that I forgot to mention is that that we forgot to mention is um, they're actually still making out. Legend has it they're still <laughs> yeah. making out for days, for the, like the whole night that they stay there. Like, it cuts to them and it's nighttime, and they're still making out. And the, the police are there okay. and they whip out their guns and they're just never to be seen again. There's one scene where they take out their guns and they're, like, going in. Nothing happens.
0: Also, they've been, they've been making out since 1966
1: to 2020. Legend and has They been, just never stopped. Yeah, they're, they're still making out in that desert right now.
0: I think they have to. So, what, is that just Manos ended? Because I'm going to be honest, I fucking hate that movie. Sorry, language. I don't like that movie at all.
1: That movie is very bad. But similar, I I think something that we can say about this film, Axum, The Room, not so much Kazam, but definitely those films, is that there was definitely some kind of artistic idea behind them.
0: I mean, Kazam had ideas. I mean, they tried to make Shaq a genie.
1: But so, the thing, is, the thing about that film is that it's condition. clearly purely for monetary gain. Like, look, celebrity in film. Oh, my God, everyone, watch film, please. And because it's like big budget and produced by a major studio. You know, these are like all more indie films that genuinely <laughs> are people that... I mean, I say more indie films, like exclusively indie films... These people who just kind of yeah. want to make a film. And it failed miserably. But I still have yeah, respect they can't do for the people who made them,
0: personally. I have respect for Michael Mufume, Tommy Bazaar, and, like, that's it. I, I don't respect anyone in production of Man of the Hands of Fate. Because they thought it was good enough. Like, you had to buy this movie. No way. You had to buy it, dude. You, can, you know, you can buy it on YouTube movies.
1: Yeah, I just watched it on YouTube. <laughs> I don't watch it on YouTube movies. No, like the... Watch it on YouTube.
0: Yeah, that's the highest quality version of the movie there is, by the way. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, it's like the. um, It's been up res, I think.
1: No, the, I, th- I thought the re upload I saw was like a re up. I thought the upload I saw was like a re upload. That was also upraised. People in the comments were saying, "Wow, it's actually watchable now." Now that it's been upraised, Amazon yeah, I mean, uh, what the original version looks like.
0: I have the DVD of the original version, and it's it looks muddy. It looks ugly, horrible. It's disgusting to look at. But you know, into the wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: So what is that? us, then. That is, is us It.
1: That is Manos. That is what happens in Manos.
0: You know what? I'm so happy we tackled this movie in episode three, because I never want to think about it again.
1: Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, Do you have any questions yeah, for me, boss? Just...
1: Hey, boss? Do you have any questions for me, boss?
0: Alright then, what do you rate the movie out of ten?
1: I mean the thing is is that we've chosen like the most abysmal film. I say a two a generous two. I'm
0: gonna give it a one. Okay. Because like actually no, I'm gonna give it a three. Three. Yeah.
1: A generous two. That could have been so much better. I mean it would still be a terrible film, but it would have been a lot better with better technology. Right.
0: Look man, the, re- the reason I'm giving it a three is just because of how great the music is.
1: The music's really good. Like I really like the music. Even if the music is badly implemented and a lot of the music is bad, a lot of the music is also good.
0: Yeah. I enjoy it. So what? One of the questions can we ask relating to this film? Alright, what was your favourite moment?
1: My favourite moment? <sighs> probably when we forgot to mention this actually but there's one scene just before um, Manos sacrifices Torgo he goes up to him and Torgo like talks to him like I'm, I'm gonna take this woman right and then he just covers him from the camera and looks into the camera and starts just chatting like dumb shit like nothing relevant just dumb shit He's just standing there with his arms open he's like Yes, I will um um I will <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. He's like I yeah. will uh, kill this okay. man and I will everyone will know the wrath of me and the manos. I'm a bit like <laughs> Um what the hell? The thing is, going is on?
0: that's a bot. That's,
1: that's probably that's my favorite boys, scene. Mate.
0: I think my favorite line is when it's when they drove directly into like a hedge and they just go, Where'd the road go? <laughs> oh, nah, nah,
1: bro, my favorite line is Dude. Nah, the film is too the film is too godlike.
0: You can't even say the line. He's still here with us always.
1: He's here that with is us. So always.
0: Always. Yeah, that's always. Well, so, I think it's time we should move on to the questions that we've been given by our uh, estimated audience of five viewers per episode. Okay, we got a question here from, I'm assuming, a not very big film fan. It says, uh, what does the name of your podcast mean? So, I'll let you take the reins on this one because I think you know.
1: So, the Wiseau cast is named after the legend, the man, the main man, Tommy Wiseau, who is a one-time film director, producer, and writer, (laughs) who famously wrote, produced, and directed the film, the 2003 film, The Room,
0: which is... It's easily yeah, one it, of my favourite movies.
1: It is one of my favourite movies. It is considered by avid film viewers to be the worst film, although obviously the reason it's called The Wise cast is because these are all other bad films, that a lot of which are worse than The Room, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, I respect Tommy Wiseau a lot for he's done, and he's a genuinely good guy as well. Yeah, I've I would uh, say
1: so.
0: I've been to a midnight showing of of The Room in London, and I can say it was the most amazing experience I've had in like a long time. Like everyone there was so friendly, and we we were just bonding for a love of Tommy Wiseau. You yeah. know,
1: he's just a really cool guy, and he's actually genuinely someone that I really respect as a human being, just because sure he made this film that is really bad, but like. I mean, if it wasn't for that film, I don't think I would be nearly as interested as interested as I am now in how film works, and also he is such an artistic dream with that film. Like that was his life.
0: And yeah, he loved I love mean, that film. Yeah, should we just like explain the entire plot of the Disaster Artist right now? <laughs> <laughs> so, sure, why not? But- so, Tommy was a was a failed acting, acting student who befriended another acting student called Greg Sistero And they moved to LA together after, like, two days of knowing each other. I mean, that's not an exaggeration. And yeah. uh, none of them were getting any jobs. And, and Tommy was like, Hey, Greg, why don't we make a movie? And he was like, Dude, are you insane? We can't make a movie right now. We both just moved here. And he's like, you only think that because you are you are naturally a cell. So Tommy so wrote the room and they both started it as the leads.
1: Although then, originally Greg um the character Greg was playing was actually played by someone else, but uh, Tommy yes. secretly wanted Greg all along to play the role of Mark. Which is a bit weird. I mean I get that they're best friends and they're best friends in the film. But Mark kinda does some shady shit, you know, like <laughs> Yeah, you betray me.
0: <laughs> I'm fed up with this world.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I'm. Um, you know, I might have my um third viewing of the room soon enough.
0: You know, me too. Let's watch it on the on the screen sometime. So, um, oh sure, why not? <laughs> so, uh, I should. <laughs> Tommy sent so, yeah. a lot of money into this film. He put uh six million dollars, I believe, into the budget.
1: Yeah, which isn't that much like for a film budget, but for an indie film like
0: He also created his own studio called Wisel Films,
1: <laughs> which allegedly was going to make a film in 2019, but I think that was a big shock. Yeah.
0: That's still coming out, man. It's like just been delayed.
1: Dude, I'm so sad. It's going to be delayed again because of corona.
0: Yeah. Corona time. Have you seen uh, Greg Sestero and Tommy Wiseau's other works together?
1: They've been in other film. They've been in a best Fe- fiends slash best, best friends.
0: Fiends. friends. Yeah. Which I is which movie. is made
1: by Greg it' Which is Greg Sestero's film, not Tommy Wiseau's film, right?
0: Yes, that's right. Is it bad? <laughs> I genuinely enjoy it. It's really good.
1: Okay, I might check it out actually.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, Tommy Wiseau plays a mortician in that. It's as, as far as I'm, like a surgeon or something. Something like that. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. But yeah, yeah it's a movie. It's fun, and Tommy Wiseau also starred in a what's it called, like Samurai Cop Two. <laughs>
1: yeah, he <laughs> start he starred in a like a little cameo in that film.
0: He, I thought he was the lead in that movie.
1: No, nah, the lead is a guy that looks quite similar to him. He's not the lead. No, it's it's disappointing, 1, but... It? I
0: thought... Hmm? I thought it was Samurai Cop 1 had the other guy in it, and then Samurai Cop 2 had Tommy in it. Is that not it?
1: No, I don't think so. But right now, Tommy is getting income from um, various TV, uh, uh YouTube shows. With various YouTube companies selling he underwear, is? yeah, he he, he <laughs> does he does a he does a gaming show, I think.
0: He does what?
1: Yeah, on YouTube, I think he does. I haven't seen any episodes, but I've seen like them in my recommended.
0: I mean, I I know he has like a clothing show, a store where he sells like underwear un, un- and stuff.
1: Underwear shop, Tommy Weiser underwear <laughs> It's like Calvin. It looks exactly like Calvin Klein.
0: Just with Tommy Wiseau instead. With Tommy
1: yeah. It's the exact same font and everything.
0: Uh, no, it's not. It's just like big bold lettering, like the Hollywood logo. <laughs>
1: that is great. But, you know, Tommy Wiseau is one of the most eccentric personalities in the world. He's
0: crazy, dude. But, uh. He, yeah. <laughs> he, uh. In his upcoming film, Big Shark. That also stars Greg Sistero in it. Uh, and another guy who I, whose name isn't up my mind right now. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: it looks terrible, and I'm hyped for it.
1: I'm I mean, so I'm hyped sure. for that. I
0: like, wish that... we've, we, we've decided that we're going to see it together, right? Look, like, we're going we to are. the movie. If it goes on
1: it. cinema, like nearby, yeah. in Hem or whatever.
0: Dude, don't say that. It's going to leak our shit now. Leave that shit out, boy. Oh, no, actually, it's fine. I have my snap maps on. Like, people don't know where I live, anyway.
1: Crunch. <laughs> no, but... If it's, like, in, um...
0: A place near us.
1: A place near where we happen to live in. Uh, a similar area.
0: Um. Uh. <laughs> we We watch... Like that, Ultra.
1: But, if we can go to, like, London or whatever...
0: That's also going to be dope. That would be sick. You know how Tommy Wiseau is going to be the London premiere? Of Big Shark? Of Big Shark, yeah.
1: Fuck. Oh, man. So,
0: like, that's cool. If we managed to get that.
1: Tommy Wiseau is, like, so dedicated to his fan base as well, which is really respectable. Like, he he tours around the world all the time just to go to these... um <laughs>
0: room, room showings.
1: Room screenings. And he just, like, turns up. And one of the things he I, does is that he plays. He plays football.
0: football with his with his fans. You know, I'm really confused. <laughs> How many times do you think Tommy Wiseau has seen the room?
1: Many times. I say he's seen it a few, quite a few times, like a lot of times.
0: Considering he goes to like most midnight shows a bit, all the major ones. That means yeah, he's yeah. seen it, like 50 times, right? Probably,
1: probably more. I mean, I think Probably. a lot of them he just kind of turns up because he has a lot of money. That guy's rich. No one knows where he got his money from to begin with. Yeah. He just also,
0: he's the Zodiac killer, but that's not confirmed.
1: <laughs> not confirmed.
0: Well, Greg Sistero suspects it. And he's like his best friend.
1: <laughs> uh, I think Tommy Wiseau is too much of a nice human being to be the Zodiac killer.
0: That's true, that's true. Alright, uh, our next question is where do you see this podcast going in the future? And I feel like I should take the reins on this one a little bit.
1: Yeah, because you're, you're the leader of the podcast.
0: Yeah, what I mean, thought? I view this as the statistics by the way. By the way, just to let you know, also, our podcast is doing bloody amazingly. I mean, six days after I posted our, our last episode, we got seven views on the same day. Which Dude. doesn't sound like a lot but like six days after the podcast was posted. Those people are finding it That's godlike. And godlike? Well not quite. It's like demi-godlike. <laughs> demi-godlike.
1: But... Now I'll tell some <laughs> friends about it.
0: Good good. You better do that, post it on every subreddit you want. You should do that too, dear viewer. You better post it on uh R slash funny.
1: <laughs> Dude, that's a lot. Nah r slash funny
0: refugees I'm
1: an r slash funny refugee
0: I think we're gonna do like a few seasons of this show like 7 episodes each season yeah
1: there are so many Maybe terrible that. films we haven't even touched like the the uh, Pixar rip-offs
0: we haven't even talked about Ratatouille yet
1: <laughs> there are so many terrible like Disney Pixar like Dreamworks rip-offs just to jump on We could even do, like, big films that are, like, bad. Like, Tall Girl or...
0: Oh, I love Tall Girl.
1: Let It Snow, which is an unfunny bad film. Or Shrek the Third, which is also an unfunny bad film. I hate that
0: movie. So shit. Uh, I I was recommended by one of our our fans to to check out a movie called Aloha or something, starring Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone. That sounds like a
1: pretty big film. Um,
0: it sounds huge. But I've never heard of it.
1: I need to find that. I don't, I don't know if that's too easy to get because I haven't spent any money on doing this podcast. Yeah, dude, I, I'm not prepared really? to do that. I haven't spent any, any money I, yet.
0: To be fair, I mean, I can't blame you. If if we're doing relatively relatively successful for an indie podcast in its the third episode, I can't blame you. But. Bruh. So, what do you think we should just do? Like next season, just animated terrible movies, like for all we, seven okay. episodes.
1: I think we should have one episode doing like the classics, like Ratatouille and that weird Thomas the Tank Engine ripoff, and then we can kind of like what? get a feel for the, these um ripoffs because they're like a different kind of a different entity from like other terrible films. Yeah. So I think we should do like maybe a couple episodes just looking at the idea of it.
0: Hmm. And uh, so I think for the next episode of this podcast, we're going to let you decide. So I'll probably put a a poll up on my Twitter. My Twitter is at uh, underscore Joe Division or something like that. I don't know. I'll leave it in the podcast description. Uh, I'll probably put a poll on there asking asking what movie you want next. The the choices will probably be uh tall girl, Santa Claus conquers, conquers the Martians, Plan Nine from Outer Space, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, Plan Nine from and, uh, outer Space is a I've seen a film about um Yeah. Edward. You know Tim Burton made a film about Edward.
0: I do know that, yeah.
1: So I've i I've seen that film and I kind of enjoyed it. I have like an ironic love for Tim Burton.
0: I mean, he made Nightmare Before... Yeah, he did make Nightmare Before Christmas. He didn't, he right? didn't, he
1: didn't make Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a lie. It's by his company. He didn't have any input into that yeah. film. It's just Tim Burton's style. So people were like, Tim Burton, Tim Burton. It's not actually Tim or Burton's Tim
0: Burton. film. He Tim just Burton. produced it. Did, did he do a Batman movie? He did Batman 89, right?
1: He did Batman 89, which I refuse... Which, I don't know if I've... I haven't seen that film, so I, I kind of need to see whether I like it or not.
0: It's alright. It has Jack Nicholson in it, from what I remember.
1: Yeah, Jack Nicholson seems like a great Joker.
0: He's alright. He's no Heath Ledger, but still.
1: That, that Batman doesn't
0: look good, though. Yeah. Schmango, <laughs> schmingo. But yeah, in so... that film,
1: they they like redo tons of the scenes from Par 9 Outer Space
0: i mean i think a really underrated one is uh santa claus compass in the martians
1: wait that's is that like... is that on youtube by the way
0: it might be i mean after this lockdown is over yeah. you should just come over and watch it on dvd with me because yeah. that's the only So literally
1: was like, like it. all of these films on dvd i don't know how it gets them yeah,
0: all the I... terrible ones Eva <laughs> who killed Captain Alex on DVD with like a Wakaliwood T-shirt? We, Wakali need,
1: we need to talk about who Killed Captain Alex, bro. Of that's course, such a how I do yeah. Yeah. The... Right.
0: right. Yeah. No. That, that, that. How will we be... not talk Dude, about that, who killed
1: Captain, that's... Captain Alex?
0: That's gonna be the season one finale, right?
1: Yeah, bro. Obviously, of course. Right.
0: Season one, episode seven. That's gonna be who kills Captain Alex. This is Wakaliwood film. Her. So, like can you do to finish on trek.
1: the microphone.
0: <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> right, we just got to talk about the opening scene of that movie right now. Like, we Dude, can no, do that. The rest no, of no,
1: no, no, no. We 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 need to the keep op- it. We need to keep it. It's a- an hour and a half.
0: The opening scene where VJ Emmy comes in <laughs> and he's doing a dialogue with three characters, and he's just like. Captain Alex! I love you, Captain Alex! he goes, no thanks. I prefer men. No! <laughs> oh my god, I love it.
1: I love VGM, oh, man. VGM is an icon.
0: <laughs> no, okay. We, the,
1: we do need to talk about this film at, the end, at the end of the season,
0: bro. Yeah, this is, what's, so, like, four episodes from now?
1: Yeah, something like that. That sounds, bad. That sounds good.
0: Yeah, so there's seven episodes in, in this season. So, yeah, have you seen the new Wakaliwood film?
1: I have not seen the new Wakaliwood film. I would love to see the new Wakaliwood film.
0: Cool. Check it out.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out.
0: You'll never guess who comes back in it. Can I Yeah.
1: Okay, I don't wow. want to hear too many spoilers. This is a really big event. Ever since I watched Who Killed Captain Alex... I can barely remember what happened in that film. I'm going to that. Dude, that. Film's well, great. Captain
0: Alex dies in five minutes. <laughs>
1: Bro, what the fuck? Dude, you can't say that, dude. Major spoiler.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. You're right. Sorry for spoiling that Captain Alex dies and who killed Captain Alex. <laughs> <laughs> also, in bad black, uh, might be both of our favourite uh, human returns. VJME. He's back on the microphone.
1: Oh fuck yeah, let's go.
0: You know how wholesome the package I got with um, uh, who killed Captain Alex was. What? I it came with a free T-shirt. It came with a free T-shirt in it, and the ink was like dripping off of it, off of it, and stuff. And there was a note, and it said like, "Um, thanks for supporting our movie. It's uh, this isn't a great T-shirt, but we did the best we can. It's like homemade." We made this for you, enjoy it. I'm like, dude.
1: So nice.
0: Please. I love it. I have mad respect to Wakaliwood.
1: Okay, well we'll we'll talk about Wakaliwood on a later date, alright?
0: Yeah. It's amazing. We should do it for the season finale, like every major Wakaliwood film. And we can just call it.
1: For Every season. The every Wiesel every Kali. season doesn't there's, there's a new
0: Every season the season finale is gonna be a Wakaliwood film. Bruh. And then we'll eventually get picked up by Wakali Wynn star in one of their films. (laughs) Sounds good, huh?
1: Sounds pretty gamer. Sounds pretty epic.
0: Right. So the next question is uh, say three interesting facts about yourself. Because by the looks of it, we're not being interesting enough to our audience.
1: Yeah. You, you, you got a problem? You, you think I'm not interesting? You think I'm, I'm a boring human being? Yeah, like, maybe I do.
0: yeah. Like, well, what's what's I <gasps> do, what
1: <are> huh? <laughs> okay, Joe, you, you go first. I need, I need ages to think about it. I'm a pretty mediocre human being. Uh,
0: <laughs> let's see. Um, facts. Uh, I can fit both my legs around my head at the same time. Dude, and, like, it's so weird. Floor, he did, he like, did
1: this inside. in the changing room once with like no context. Everyone was just looking, at me like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing, you mongoloid?
0: Dude, that's a slow, you can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah, it freaks people up, so I can scuttle around on the floor like a human spider. But, um, what other interesting facts are there about me? Uh, oh yeah, here's another interesting fact. Otto when this lockdown's over, I'm going to make use all seven of our homo days and, like, make out with you. Like, in that How about video we do I it over you? the lockdown? Yeah.
1: Over the lockdown, yeah. We'll be homo over the lockdown.
0: <laughs> How are we going to do that? E sex?
1: <laughs> nah, bro.
0: I never got how E relationships probably work like that. Just like, oh, dude, I want to imagine k- kissing you right now.
1: Yeah, dude, how does that work? Um, I don't want to go into NSFW shit right now. All right.
0: Yeah, that's that's season three territory. worry, <laughs> right. We'll talk about Fifty Shades Darker in season three. It's cool. All right. So as it seems, the end of uh, the wise old Cast, season one episode three is drawing to a close thank you all so much for listening goodbye from me goodbye and clearly a goodbye from also thank you all so much for watching again and hopefully we'll see you next week goodbye